first of all, I think with regards to the, the changes that are taking place in the first state, I think the current leadership has missed the golden opportunity to extend an olive branch uh, to those who lost um, in the race for certain uh, positions in the PC. Because the question that I'm grappling with is how does this recall of Susan Dombela feed into the unity and the um, renewal of um, uh, the ANC? I think, by contrast, it might escalate the, the political tensions, um, given the fact that there has not been a stability in that uh, uh, province. Now, with regard to the appointment of uh, French Ghana, yes, there have been some gaps in the uh, integrity um, uh, committee, and I think in trying to bridge those gaps, they've appointed him. Even though I think some who are uh, the uh, detractors of the president might argue that he's a henchman of the president, I think he's someone who's close to the president, so maybe that's the question about issues of uh, objectivity. But I, I think that it's, it's a good uh, appointment, I mean, given the fact that he's a man of uh, um, uh, integrity. The other appointment of Paul Mashatile, yeah, that is an interesting appointment too, given the fact that he's seen as a person who is a, a maneuverist, you know, someone who knows how to position himself. And also this is a strategic um, position in terms of uh, deployment of ANC cadres. So, so, so let's let's just go back first to to the Free State Premier Sisin Tumbela that has now resigned mm-hmm. apparently. Now she inherited that province in its worst condition. How would mm-hmm. you describe her leadership at the helm of the province? And and did she do the honourable thing by resigning as the premier? And, and probably what led to her ultimate demise? Well, I think she was elbowed. I don't think that she had a choice. I mean, she had to give in to the demands of the the faction that is one. So that, in my opinion, is an expression of uh, triumphalism. Even though I think, I mean, uh, she has not done well in terms of improving the lives of the people there qualitatively. But at the same time, I think the, the, the damage is done and what is done cannot be undone. Given the fact that elections are, are looming large, you know, they are just around the, the corner. So I don't think that those who are going to ascend to certain positions are going to bring about a change for the better. So let's talk about the manoeuvres, the newly elected Deputy President, Paul Mojatila. He's been appointed the head of the of the deployment committee. What do you make of his uh, de- uh, deployment and also uh, Dr. William Kese? Now, he lost out on the ANC presidency elections in December, and he's been deployed now as head of social transformation. Well, I think the appointment of um, Dr. Kese is a, a gesture, you know, of, of extending um, an olive branch that even though he might have lost, in the presidential uh, race, um, he still has a role to, to play. So I think that was a, a good move in terms of enhancing uh, unity and uh, the renewal of um, the ANC. The appointment of Paul Mashatile is, is a very interesting one, given the fact that he has been accused of using his uh, position uh, while he was acting as a, a, a secretary general to elevate himself to the position that he holds um, at the moment. So that's the question whether he's not going to do the same thing even at the moment, because this is a key position in terms of uh, the deployment of ANC um, comrades. Reverend Frank Chikane is head of Integrity Commission now. He's a former ally of the former president. He's an ally of the former president Thabo Mbeki. What impact do you think is he, that he will likely have on the Palapala issue? Yes, the issue of Palapala is still looming large. Um, the president might have won the, the political battle within the ANC, but he has not won the legal battle. So uh, the judgment of the Constitutional Court is still looming large. 
And it's going to be interesting how this issue is going to play itself out uh, because still I think the, the integrity uh, commission will have to have uh, a standpoint. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know whether is it a, a kind of event that will bring about a change for the better um, or a change for um, the West because the previous uh, integrity commission it was too soft on, on him. That's why on the verge of the previous conference they did not hand over the report to the NEC. They said no, the report was going to be handed over to the conference, but that report uh, was never handed over. And just lastly, Doctor, your expectations for today's budget from a political point of view? Yeah, so that budget is very important because it is aligned to the speech that was made by the President. What arose from that speech of the President was basically a number of anti-poverty strategies, like the building of dams, um, the appointment of the, 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 the Minister of uh, Electricity, uh, and other um, infrastructural projects. So I expect um, an expansionary fiscal policy, uh, a policy that basically will increase government expenditure. But the, the question is, how is government going to make up for its shortfall? Is it going to use uh, taxes uh, to uh, make up for those uh, shortfalls? And, and what kind of uh, taxation is going to arise out of that budget? Are they going to increase that value as a tax or um, a corporate tax? Um, but the neoliberal economists might argue that if government uh, proposes an expansionary fiscal policy, that might lead into budget deficit. So then the question will be, how are we going to settle our debt if we're spending more than what we have?